ready for another flashback on SkyPilotRadio.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. And I'm gonna sing a song for you. And Bill's gonna show you a thing or two. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, I loved uh, Fat Albert. Uh, I really did. But it looks like Fat Albert's going to prison. <laughs> I won't get raped in prison. Yeah, you will, Fat Albert. Uh-oh. I better get me a butt plug. <laughs> oh. You see, Fat Albert went to prison for molested girls. Putting, putting pops up their butts and, uh, well, I don't know, dropout pops? Ah, uh, well, Bill Cosby. Yep, he was found guilty of uh, uh, three counts of uh, sexual molestation. And I know, people, it's not funny. It's not. But this is a Toxic Wise-Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin. And I do have to make uh, some wise-ass comments about it. And that will be one of them. And that will be it. May we may talk to Bill, um, interview him as we did before. One of our first weekly shows, we interviewed Bill, and uh, he was quite confident he was going to be found innocent. But that's not what happened. He was convicted in a Pennsylvania court today, and he was not happy. He's going to be sentenced, I think, in 30 to 60 days. The judge let him go home. The uh, DA wanted him to be sentenced straight away and locked up because, you know, he is a multi, multi, multi-millionaire and can uh, take off. Even though they took his, uh, they took his passport, but uh, knowing Fat Albert and the gang, they might get him out of, out of Dodge. But uh, we'll have to see. So that's, uh, that's the excitement behind that for, for now. I, I, I really had questions whether they were going to find him guilty. I was kind of surprised. And uh, there were some they couldn't charge him with because the statute of limitations had passed. And I believe this one they got him on primarily happened like 12 or 13 years ago with somebody who's supposed to be mentoring. Bill, shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. As Gomer Pyle used to say, Dolly, shame, shame, shame on you, Bill, you pervert. Yep, you know, it's a shame. And uh, I did not like the Bill Cosby show, where he was Dr. Huxable. You know, kids, you shouldn't put pass out pops on your kid. You know, I didn't like that show. Too fake, too phony. I know it was pretty popular, but I just didn't care for it. Too uh, gumshoey for me. But I did like Fat Albert. I grew up watching it, and uh, I found the humor in it in this in this gang. You know, what was that guy? I can't, Mushmouse, was that his name? I don't know. I just remember mostly Fat Albert. And the gang always learned a lesson. Like, you know, the Little Rascals or our gang or something like that. But uh, looks like Bill's going to be going away. Probably, he's 80. So, uh, and he could get 10 years on three convictions. So, it looks like he's going to be, unless he escapes, takes off or hangs himself or... 
has a stroke or something, he's looking at uh, probably the rest of his life in prison. I don't know where they're going to send him. I don't know if it's going to be a state, federal, maybe it's, maybe it'll be some kind of, um, I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, Bill, I think he was kind of shocked that he was found guilty. I was. I, I thought he was going to get away with it. You know. But uh, nope, he uh, did not. And here in the Great Northeast, we had a, a deputy get shot. He was 62 years old by a young man on the run, and they haven't caught him yet, down in Madison, Maine, which is in central Maine, by Augusta, the capital of Maine. So we'll keep you updated on that. They have not caught him yet. I think he's only 25, 26. He looks like Animal from, uh, you know, the drummer from Sesame Street. He's a wild-looking character. And he's armed and dangerous, and he has nothing to lose because he's already killed the deputy sheriff. First deputy sheriff killed in Maine in 30 years of service, and uh, that's very sad. I have a lot of friends that are in law enforcement, Border Patrol, Customs, State Police, Sheriff's Department. And uh, so that's is uh, very sad. And, uh, of course, like I said in the last show, they have caught the, uh, the American, what I call the American version of uh, Jack the Ripper, the uh, D'Angelo um, ex-policeman from uh, California who is responsible for up to like 150 burglaries, about 100 rapes, and I think 12 murders. He is one sick bastard. He makes, like I said before, he makes Manson look like a mouseketeer compared to... Uh, comparing them each to each other. I mean, they're both horrible. They're both evil. You can see it in their eyes. And he had, uh, like Manson had, like, black coal eyes, and this guy does too. You know, they say the eyes are the window to the soul. They have dark, evil souls, both of them. So we'll, uh, we'll bring you more up to date when we have more on that. Uh, but this is the Toxic Wise Eye Show. I want to thank you for listening in. And it looks like spring is finally here. Still have some spotty snow in the area, in the great northeast, New England area, but it's uh, slowly going. We've had some rain, and the rivers and lakes are up high, so um, some some places are experiencing some flooding. So uh, you may have to get uh, your sump pumps out and your boats, and hopefully it doesn't get too bad. But we are looking, but we are looking forward to. Uh, you know, some nice, warm, sunny days. I love the sun. I love, I'm a t-shirt and shorts guy and I uh, love going to the lake and the river, whatever, the ocean, the coast. And, of course, we'll be playing basketball. We had our last night of indoor basketball tonight at our rec center. It was ten of us. We played full court games, uh, eight of them. And I played in every game. So I am sore, if you can tell in my voice. Uh, <coughs> I have aspirin on me, my whole body, ice and icy hot and ice and pads and everything. So I'm trying to, uh, trying to, uh, you know, get over the, the aches and pains. But uh, I'm looking forward to some sun and some sunny days here in the great northeast. We finally have spring. Spring has finally sprung, folks, here on the Toxic Wise Ash Show. Quick sports update here on the Toxic Wise Ash Show. The Celtics moved past the first round by beating Milwaukee in the seventh game at home. Um, started out close, but the Celtics, I think, won by 13 or 14. They moved on, and they played the Sixers in the first game, and they won, like, 115 to 101. Close, uh, but the second half, it wasn't as close as that score showed. 
I'm proud of my Celtics. They've really picked it up. Win, lose, or draw, as my coach used to say in college. Proud of them. And uh, it's going to still be a tough series. But they play defense. They're still number one rated defense. I mean, they had no Jalen Brown. They had no Kyrie Irving, of course, has been out for two months. And they never. They had Gordon Hayward for five minutes the whole year. Just think what they're going to be like next year. They're going to be tough with those players back and any additions and plus the key players got coming back. Red Sox win. They're, I think, 21-7, and seven, best uh, record in the major leagues. The Bruins are tied with Tampa Bay, one game to one game. So that's going to be a good series. And um, the Patriots are not playing. They lost in the Super Bowl, as you know, to the Eagles, which uh, pissed a lot of us uh, Patriots fans off. Uh, some of the things Belichick did. Most of them that game, I did not agree. I was telling somebody the other day, it seems like when the Patriots are the underdog or they're supposed to lose or it's going to be a tough game, they win. When they're supposed to win, they lose. I'm getting tired of it. I mean, listen, I'm not committing suicide over any sports teams, but it's really, uh, you know, it's really disheartening. And uh, one, one uh, in the draft, they... Got a couple defensive players, I think, maybe one offensive players. Okay players. Uh, they never really have any outstanding players in the draft. They usually get through free agencies or trades or pick guys up off the scrap heap. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. But I wish just one effing year they would blow somebody out in the playoffs in the Super Bowl. All these close games going to give you friggin' ulcers. And, um, I'm, I, you know... Brady's going to be 41 when he in the into the next year, and I don't think they've drafted. They still got Hoyer as a backup, so that's going to be interesting. In the world news, uh, looks like the North and South Korea are making some uh, headway. Um, they they have agreed on some stipulations like uh, propaganda stopped up with the radio propagandas and the and so forth and. So we'll see what happens. That's going to be interesting. In other news, it appears that Iran is still working on their nuclear program, even after uh, they said they wouldn't after Obama, oh blah blah, gave them back billions and billions of dollars. That money should have been kept. Remember the uh, kidnapping they did of our, our citizens and our people in 1980? Anyone remember that? Uh, politicians. So... That's the sports and latest news update. And uh, yes, they caught the uh, the Golden State killer, ex-cop D'Angelo, and he came into the courtroom in a wheelchair. So that was pretty interesting. Uh, I guess he's trying to gather some sympathy right off the bat. I don't know if that's going to work. That's what you do when you want some sympathy. You come in in a wheelchair like, I'm too old to have committed those crimes. or I may have, but now I'm old, so have pity on me. I hope they hang the bastard upside down. He is one. Look at his eyes. Black, coal, evil eyes. Like Manson. But he makes Manson look like a mouseketeer. Compared to what compared to what Manson did. I mean, this guy was evil. I think he's raped 125 women. Killed 12 or 13 people that they know of. Committed like 200 burglaries. He is one sick bastard. So I hope they hang him by his thumbs. Um... But we'll have to see on that. This is the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, here on Renegade Talk Radio, your best place for talk radio and the future of talk radio, with many, many great shows. I want to talk to you about uh, 
And thanks for listening, by the way, to the Toxic Wise Ass Show with your host, myself, me, Mark Chaplin, from the great Northeast. But uh, I went to the casino. We have two casinos in Maine here in the great Northeast. There's one, I think, um, in Fall River, Twin, Twin Rivers or Twin Casinos, something like that. And, of course, there's a couple in Connecticut. Um, and uh, many in Atlantic City, where it all kind of started in the East Coast, and Vegas on the West Coast. But now there's casinos pretty much everywhere, riverboat casinos. But I went to our local one here in Bangor, Maine, home of supposedly Paul Bunyan. I love Bangor. It's about 40,000 people. Uh, they have a couple little colleges, and University of Maine, Orono is right beside them with about uh, 12,000 students. So it's a good uh, semi-metro area. Not really big and not small, you know, a lot of bars to go to and restaurants and activities, comedy shows. So I went to the casino and my first time staying overnight there because usually I stayed someplace else and would go to the casino overnight, especially doing comedy shows because uh, when you do comedy shows they give you a room. You know, usually we do one show one night, maybe another the next. So uh, I went, and I was not impressed. First of all, they're supposed to give me a room rate, a special one, which they never do. We don't have that today, sir. You'll have to pay the one sixty nine ninety five. Then they charged me $10 for amenities that I don't remember getting. I mean, I went into the room, no refrigerator, no microwave. Average room, that was okay. I've actually seen much better rooms for about half the price more accommodations, more amenities, as they say. But uh, I look over and I'm sitting on the bed and there's dried up blood stains. Now it had been washed, but apparently it was some kind of either blood stains or grape juice or something red, wine, probably maybe wine or blood, I don't know. But you think they're charging $200 a room and they say they're all booked all the time. They could afford to change a $10 or $20 linen. I'm sure they get them at great prices. They don't pay the, you know, they don't pay the price you and I would pay to buy a linen on a bedspread. And uh, I don't know. Then you have to walk through this smoking area that they have in the front of the casino, which is like walking through an open sewer. So I bla I'm blasting them on this radio show, and I'm blasting them on my blog, on my Facebook, and any other way I can. I uh, sent an email to the casino. First, I filled out a complaint. I'm, I don't know if they'll even read it. Then I sent them a message on Facebook. I see that they've read it. It's been seen. Now, I don't expect a free room, although it would be nice or half price, but I'm beginning to wonder. And also, it took me all of five minutes to lose about a hundred bucks. I, did, I didn't do any of the table games. I just went over to the slots with uh, my girlfriend and uh, took us all of like 15 minutes to lose 50, 60, 70 bucks. She was like, don't put any more money in that. And I was thinking... You know, I, I stopped at the gas station and I bought two or three $10 scratch-offs and I won about 50, 60 bucks back on that. Yeah, I think, in my opinion, you're much better off buying scratch-offs because you know your odds. With those one-armed bandits, they can rob you all night. There are no odds. The odds are you're going to lose. And I understand that. It's part of, like I told my girlfriend, Christina, I said, it's like going to a you know, Celtics game or a play or a movie or some opening on Broadway or, or NASCAR, you're going you're gonna to spend a couple hundred bucks and uh, that's it. Well, it's the same way at the casino. You're going to spend one, two hundred dollars and you're probably going to lose. I didn't hear many bells and whistles going off the whole night. And it wasn't as crowded as it usually is on a Saturday night. And they were giving away 
free slot draws and they were going to give away a, a four wheel or something. I think they've had to do all this. And, and usually when I go to the casino, I see several people from my hometown that I know. And I haven't the last few times I've been there. So I think, I don't know, is the uh, is it wearing off on people? I mean, I've heard, I've heard of people losing their mortgages, losing their houses to this, uh, you know, gambling. Like I said, when you get a, a scratch-off or you get a mega box, you know your odds. They give them to you, and they're right on. If I buy $50 worth of $10 tickets, I'm probably going to win at least once. Maybe $10, maybe more. But I know I'm going to win something. But if I sit at a dollar, dollar uh, one-armed bandit slot machine, I mean, it can rob me all night. I don't know my odds. I'm, I'm, you know, it lets you win a little bit, and then down, next thing I know, I'm down to a dollar. So, um, you know, I'm, I, I enjoy people watching mostly at the casino. But uh, I'm certainly, the next time I go to the casino, I'm not going to stay there. I'm going to stay at the Holiday Inn or some other place and drive over because... It's really expensive, and it's, it's, it's not all that, folks. Not here. I mean, I haven't stayed at too many casinos. I, I remember the showboat in Atlantic City was nice and some other places, but uh, the uh, casino in Portland has no hotel with it, so you just have to get a room someplace else and go over. But uh, anyways, that's been my experience, and uh, listen, I don't expect to. Nobody was winning. It seemed a bad night for everybody. But uh, I didn't hear, usually if somebody wins even like a few thousand dollars on a slot machine, doo -doo -doo, you know, the bells and whistles go off and they announce it. I didn't hear any of that in about four hours of gambling, so I don't know. Lessons to be learned. You have to go there and you have to be a disciplined gambler. You do. You have a, a certain amount. Don't go to the ATM machine. Don't use your credit card. Uh, stay with a budget. Like you would if you were going to the Red Sox game or Celtics game or Bruins game. You're going to get certain seats. You're going to spend a certain amount on the gas and parking and food and blah, blah, blah. And it's probably going to be two or $300. Well, you have to do the same at the casino. You have, to, uh, you have to be disciplined. You win a little bit, you go crazy. I mean, I hear stories of people winning two or 3000 5000 and then losing it the same night. That's not a good idea. What goes up must come down. If you, if you won and you're doing good, and then you start to lose two or three rounds in a row, quit. My cousin Lord, God bless his soul, used to say, quit, get out while the going's good. And that's what you have to do. And now, Toxic Wise-Ass listeners here on the Toxic Wise-Ass Show, it's time for um, movie review time. Yeah, movie review. Now, I watched the new Avengers movie, and... Um, I have, I have to, the Infinity War, and I kept thinking through it. Now, I know people love their superheroes, and believe me, I love mine. I race home every day from school at 3.30 to watch the old George Reeves, black and white, and then color, Superman, and of course the 66, 67 Batman shows. I was like uh, 10, 9 or 10, and I uh, love those. Batman was always in color, I do believe, 66, 67. And so I love my superheroes, yes. But this is getting... I don't know, and I know the people are into it like they are, the Walking Dead, the zombie stuff. I get it. I get it, folks. But all these superheroes, they fight for three hours, and nobody seems to get killed. Now, I guess that I can't spoil this, but I guess there's some happenings at the end of this one 
I'm sh I had to uh, kind of research it because I wasn't quite sure what was going on. Because I don't, I do watch these movies, but I don't like get into them. If you know what I mean. It's like a woman uh, who likes only like romantic movies, watching a war movie. I do watch them, but I'm not really into them. I guess. But uh, you know, I for me, it's a you know a B minus. It was there was some there's some funny dialogue, and I like that little uh, the little tree creature. Ork or Mork or whatever his name is and uh, I'll have to look up his name but you know what I'm talking about he looks like a tree stump and he goes my name is Mork or Ork whatever it is I'm not sure but it's uh, I've liked him in the movies in these movies he's uh, probably the funniest character then there's a movie called Primal Rage which I think is a B movie but it's not too bad it's kind of like about Bigfoots people tramping through the woods you know how that goes they run into Bigfoot. Um, there's a new movie, new Samson movie out. And I watched that last night. And that was pretty good. I liked it. Give it a B plus. Guy who played Samson did a good job. He didn't overdo it, didn't undersell it. So it's a different story than what they've told in the past. And it's completely different from the Victor Mature, I believe, 1948 movie. Which was in, also, was in color. And um, I do like that one. I like the classic one. It's a different, told in a different way. And then uh, there's a movie called The Beach House, which is a drama, and it's kind of a blah, blah, blah drama, you know. I don't know. I didn't care for it. I gave it a C. The Beach House, it's called. And then there's a movie, Most Likely to Murder, which is definitely a B movie, which gets a D, because it was kind of stupid. Some funny dialogue in it, which saved it from getting an F. But it's uh, it was it was kind of stupid, and that's it for the uh, movie reviews. So uh, go out and see some movies. Go to the drive-in. I'm going to go to the drive-in. I love the drive-ins. I thought they'd make a bigger comeback since the, everything went digital, and although the digital equipment is very expensive, it's now easier for them to get the movies because they're like on a video disc, and they're like on a cartridge. No longer having to get 20 giant. 35 millimeter heavy spools of reel in the mail were to be sent. And it's not so much sending them, it's making copies of them. That's why drive-ins never really got all the good movies. Because back in the day, from the 30s to the up till just a few years ago, they only made so many copies of a movie, especially a good one. And um, so they were available to the indoor theaters first, because they were year-round. So the drive-ins got like second-tier movies or had to wait to get good ones, but that's no longer the case. So go get out and get to a drive-in. We, we here in Maine have like, I think, five drive-ins. There's one way up north in Madawaska. There's one in my hometown here, but it's been closed for 30 years. I was always hoping they'd reopen it. The screen is still up, and it's uh, very nostalgic, bringing back memories. And there's a couple in, there's one in, two in Bangor, Maine, central Maine. And then there's a couple one in P South Portland, Scarborough area. So there's like four or five left. And there's, uh, there's st I think they're going to make a comeback. And they have already started to. Then I've been watching uh, the AMC series, The Terror, which gets more confusing. And I'm really, they have a thing in movies they call uh, suspension of disbelief and also continuity. And I'm wondering why these 200 sailors have been stuck on the ice for months and months, seem to have a never-ending supply of uh, alcohol, wine, coal oil, and food, and gunpowder. I mean, 
are they getting submarine shipments in 1845 or drop-offs by helicopter? No, they're not. So, and it's getting a little weird. Uh, some of them are trying to get away to go find help and uh, turn to cannibalism. It's, uh, I won't give it a lot away, but uh, I do like it. I'm still watching it. And, of course, uh, watching my sports. So we'll have further updates on that later on. But uh, thank you for listening to the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, Nevada. I love Vegas. I love Vegas and Atlantic City. It's like Disneyland for kids, all those lights, except it's for us adults. But you got to be careful, folks. Like I said uh, previously on this show, you gotta have, uh, <clears throat> you got to have some discipline because it's easy to get caught up putting money into those machines or going to the table. You get a little lucky and you feel empowered, and then you start uh, going a little crazy. I've heard too many stories about people losing their homes or not being able to pay their mortgage. So uh, be careful out there. And that, yeah, that even goes for scratch-offs and mega-box. You know, you got I buy so many a week, and that's it. You know, I think that the good Lord's going to bless you. He'll bless you with a one ticket as many as he would with uh, ten. So... That's just my humble belief. But uh, thanks for listening here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, and again, thank you for listening. And Toxic Wise Ass fans, speaking of movie reviews, have you noticed in movies, and I, I think I touched on this before, that uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of smoking going on. It seems like every movie, whether it's a throwback movie to the Wild West or, the, or a gangster movie or modern day movie someone's smoking in the movies uh could be a guy could be the guy and the girl i just noticed this and and i know they forbid them and the, they can't advertise anymore i remember we used to have the candy cigarettes and the candy bubblegum cigars and that never gave me the urge to smoke i mean we used to sneak my uncle uh luggy's uh cigars in the basement with my cousin and we'd, <coughs> you know, be down there choking to death. We had, you know, little to do. No video games back then, folks. Just pinball, and you had to go someplace to play that. But I've noticed a lot of smoking going on. And like I said, I, I don't think smoking has been curtailed at all. Because, uh, I, like I, I, I'll do a point back to uh, the casino, and there's all kinds of people out there smoking, and it's just like an open sewer. It's disgusting. I'm sorry if you smoke. I mean, I'm, I know a lot of smokers that can't even stand to be around a lot of smoke. I mean, I like campfires, but I don't want to be in the middle of one or having the smoke blow in my face. And so, uh, but I've just noticed a lot of smoking. And I've noticed that when I'm in the store, somebody in front of me or behind me or a couple people behind me are always buying cigarettes or tobacco products, chewing tobacco, snuff, whatever. And uh, here in the Great Northeast, in the state of Maine, uh, we're close, we're on the Canadian border, so we even have Canadian products, cigarettes. And so the Canadians come over here because they don't have to pay a tax on them. I'm not sure of the ramifications of all of it, but in other words, they're still selling a lot of cigarettes. And I don't know if the cigarette companies are paying, tobacco companies are paying movies or TV shows to put cigarettes in them, but it seems like, a, take, watch some movies. Not all of them, but watch some movies. And this is, there seems to be a lot of people smoking. And another thing is, I guess farting used to be the big thing in a movie to shock people. Now it seems like everybody's throwing up. I've watched two or three movies where people are 
they're out drinking or something and that used to be they never showed that or they never showed a close-up of it and I, I'm not really interested in watching somebody throw up that's disgusting uh, or go to the bathroom no thanks I, I know what they're doing I don't need to have a close-up of it um, it's just disgusting so those two things a lot of smoking going on in movies and and throwing up and uh, I just I'm like well, another movie where somebody's throwing up for some reason I don't know it's uh, I mean that's sickening and I don't care to see it I've been watching um, TCM Turner classic movies and I told you I crank on the old YouTube have it run through my uh, uh, HD cords into my big screen television and uh, you can watch you know, Old Marx Brothers, Three Stooges, pretty much anything you want. Shows uh, Gunsmoke, uh, Rat Patrol, Combat, and old movies too. Marx, like I said, Marx Brothers and the Blondie series, Mom Pa Kettle. And I grew up watching those and they were, if you sit back and watch one of them now, you'd be surprised how how creative and funny they were without being disgusting so uh, you know not that I'm a prude and I, I don't mind a, a fart or something going on in a movie is kind of funny but uh, those old movies uh, they had to be creative and they had to be careful too they couldn't uh, draw the line like the Andy Griffith show Mayberry golly thanks a lot this is Barney Five I mean that show is funny Especially when they go into like a haunted house and the time the, the women uh, inmates broke out and captured Barney and Floyd. Uh, uh, Barney! Uh, uh. I love that show. I mean, they had to be funny and come up with some uh, quirky characters without being, you know, you couldn't fart or, or, you know, do anything disgusting or swear or have any sexual implications or expressions or anything like they do nowadays, that's for sure. There's a couple shows on TV land that suck. One is Mom. It's just kind of disgusting. They talk about getting laid and who can have the most sex with somebody. And the show Teachers, which I don't find funny at all. I guess it started out as a YouTube project or something. But uh, they both suck, folks. And it's too bad that uh, creative people, and I know a lot of them, not just the people I hang with and the people I work with on my shows, but there's many creative people out there, and they don't get a chance to, to show what they can do because of uh, the Hollywood crap that's on. So hopefully, uh, you know, the people that are like that get uh, ways like through Hulu and YouTube and other ways to show off what they can do, maybe sell a, a show to Netflix or something. So that's what we all hope to do anyways. But anyway, that's just my take. That's just my two cents. Um about uh, smoking and uh, some of the other stuff going on in movies. I, something's fishy, and I know they do have product placements, like companies pay to have, like, Coca-Cola or Subway or something in a movie or a show. And I actually dated a girl once that did product placement in Hollywood. And she made a good living, and she was always busy. And I know that happens, and that's okay. But uh, I think they're trying to sneak some cigarette and tobacco stuff in on us, folks. Because I don't... I mean, I know a lot of people do smoke, but, uh, and, and and I'll go back to saying, too, that, uh, well, you can't have a pain pill. They're cutting back on everyone's pain pill prescriptions, oxycodone, whatever. 
But uh, you can still kill yourself with a bottle of gin or whiskey or rum. And you can still smoke all the cigarettes you want and give yourself cancer. Or chew it and give yourself gum cancer, mouth cancer, lip cancer. It doesn't make any sense, does it, folks? It just doesn't. And I'm not calling for a prohibition or, you know, I just don't want to be around any smoke, that's for sure. Um, but um, it, they're, they're so concerned with opiates that they're overlooking the alcoholism and the cancer from tobacco, liver cancer from drinking. It's, uh, it's kind of uh, hypocritical, I do believe. And that's what we think on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. What do you think? Well, the uh, spring has sprung big time here in the great northeast, New England. We hit in the northeast, Maine, and much of New England, 86 degrees today. Now, this is really a big, a big turnaround because we hardly have had any weather in the 60s or 70s, and bang, it hits 85, 86. It was um, a hazy, sunny day, and then uh, we were planning on going to play basketball outside, a place where I called a, uh, the kids actually nicknamed it when I was teaching, Garden Park, uh, you know, like the Boston Garden, but it's, out, it's outside, so we call it the Garden, because it's surrounded by trees and green grass, very nice place to play, has lights and a pretty nice court. It has a court and a half, so we can play full court, and we do sometimes. But anyways, uh, we were planning on playing today, and just about game time, 6 o'clock, the rains came. They weren't supposed to come till midnight, but they came early. And when it's weather, what can you do? And we could have rented someplace inside to play, but we prefer to play outside because it's, it's fun. I love playing outdoors. You get a good sweat. You get, you're out in the fresh air. The endorphins come in big time, and it's really fun, as long as no one gets hurt. But uh, the ironic thing today was it was 86 here in Maine and much of New England, but yet in Tampa, Florida, at the same time, it was only like 78, I think. So we actually beat out uh, Florida, South Florida, temperature-wise. Now, that doesn't happen often. And like I said, the weather took a really strange twist because we went for, I think, six and a half months without having a day hit 60. Now, we had some 55s and 57s and 58s, maybe even 59, but it did not hit 60 above for uh, over half a year, uh, since I think last October sometime. So November, December, January, February, March, April, yeah, now, now it's May, in May. So uh, we had quite a turnaround, and uh, like I said, we kind of skipped the uh, 60s and mid-70s and went right into the uh, middle 80s. Now, that doesn't happen often, but it does happen. Um, we're going to kind of go back to what we call normal temperatures, probably in the 70s. And looks like rain, but it looks like we're going to have a good weekend. Maybe we like to play on Sunday nights. Uh, Sunday's a good day because nobody usually works on Sunday. It's uh, people, it's a, even though it's a family day for some, they're done with their family activities by supper time. So we play like at 6 at night. So... We're hoping to be able to play outside soon. We haven't yet. We depend on the weather. And what a lot of people call peepers, uh, tadpoles, they've been out. And how they survive, I don't know, because it, it still gets into the 30s at night around here. And they're out there, brop, 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 brop. 
you know, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't. I'll have to come up with a, a audio clip. But you know, I love that sound. The tadpoles uh, croaking at night. It's uh, very calming. And uh, you know, if you're if you're on a date or something and listening to it, it's very uh, like a fireplace. And and the or the raindrops at night. Raindrops keep falling on my head. I love that song. That came out like 72 or 73. It was in the movie about. Uh, the two gunfighters there, Paul Newman and Robert Redford, you know, they were playing a couple bank robbers. But anyways, um, uh, we had a, a, a pretty nice day, but it's going to go back to kind of jumping around. And uh, there is, believe it or not, still snow in some places here in the great northeast. I think most of it in mid-Maine is gone. I was at the casino, which is in central eastern Maine, uh, about a uh, half hour from the coast. Uh, halfway through the state of Maine on the east side, Bangor, Bangor, as they call it, some people, and uh, there's no snow there, but uh, had, we've, you know, we've had kind of a late spring, so we're kind of looking forward to it. It almost seems like it's still April because the weather's been so uh, gloomy, lots of rain, lots of cold nights. Like I said, the uh, tadpoles, they're wearing little L.L. Bean jackets to stay warm. <laughs> I made that joke at the bar. It got a pretty good laugh, so thought I'd use it here. So it looks like uh, we're getting um, some nice days, and hopefully we'll get some more. I love the summertime. I'm a shorts and t-shirt guy. I like uh, just wearing shorts and t-shirts whenever I can. And, you know, uh, basketball. Or even going out, I like to wear you know, a nice pair of shorts with uh, maybe a golf shirt or something. Um, and some sandals or sneakers. But uh, I, would, I would wear, you know, the Japanese kimonos. I would wear those. Those are cool. I used to have a couple. And they were really fun to wear at night. They were like, uh, you know, very light, very light clothing. And uh, almost like a... Uh, Toga. Remember the old toga parties from college? I remember having those, especially after the movie, uh, the frat party movie came out, Animal House. Oh, everybody wanted to do a toga party. Toga, toga. And we did. We had some, and they were fun. Don't usually, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't always go in for the fads, but uh, that was fun. Seeing people, uh, especially the ladies dressed up in togas. Ooh, goodness gracious, I, I better stop pulling my head. But it was it was fun. Uh, as long as you don't get too sick and and throw up on your toga, you know that's uh that's where the party would uh, end. But that movie Animal House that was that was still one of the classic funny movies of all time. And I don't know where you live, but the gas keeps fluctuating. And like I said before, it seems to go up real fast and come down real slow. No need of that. I thought Donald J. Trump promised us cheap gas. I mean, they're drilling everywhere. They're even drilling it in the White House back backyard in the lawn. I mean, that's what he promised us. And I do remember under even Obama, the gas was mm, two two ten, two twenty, and up here it's almost three dollars a gallon. Two eighty nine goes up to two ninety two, comes back down to two eighty eight goes down after a couple weeks to 280, then jumps that back up real fast. It's, uh, come on now. They're drilling everywhere. Pipelines are everywhere. They're drilling up in the, uh, the, the Alaska, the really, really great white north. 
So, uh, why is gas staying high? Uh, remember the gas wars? Most people won't remember that, but all stations used to have different prices and, and, and have gas wars against each other. One place might be a dollar ten, the other place were, well, you know, a dollar. And when I was in college, it was like 80, 90 cents a gallon, a dollar sometimes. And then uh, every station, even the same company, might have different prices. And that all stopped about 15, 16, 17 years ago, right around the, you know, 1999 to the new millennium. And uh, no one ever says why that stopped. I don't know. It's... it's I didn't think they're supposed to have a conglomerate. Isn't there antitrust laws? I mean, milk's a different price everywhere you go. You know, and and bread, and you know, there's all kinds of different prices on those things. Why is why is gas so unified? This is a day and age you're supposed to have competition. So I'm not getting it, and. Most people aren't too happy about it. Everything, to get your car worked on, the oil change, everything costs so much more. And for people just working a normal job or jobs, Tim Sample, the comedian, said, if you live in New England, especially Northern Maine, you've got to have about 12 part-time jobs to get by. And he's right. <laughs> you know, or one really great one. But it is confusing. And I'm hoping with the uh, summer months coming that, uh, you know, gas prices do come down so people can afford to get out and uh, travel the good old USA. Travel New England. See the sights. Come visit New England. If you're not from New England you're listening to the show, come up to, uh, we'll welcome you, our six-state area, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Rhode Island, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. And uh, we'd love to have you, so... Uh, See America first, I guess, is my point. You ran away and I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk. Well, I went berserk. Well, that's the end of our show for today, this program. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Toxic Wise Ass Show with your host, me, Mark Chaplin, M-E-R-K-C-H-A-P-L-I-N, just like Charlie Chaplin. And here on Renegade Talk Radio, your best place for talk radio in the entire world. Get more listeners every minute of every day. Millions across the world. So thanks for listening and tuning in. And we'll see you next time. We're always going to try to make you laugh, bring you information, movie reviews, book reviews, interviews, and some, like I said, some laughs, some comedy. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you on Be With You. On the next show.